0: Good evening and welcome to Tom and Sarah Ministries. Uh, I'm Tom and Sarah and what we're doing today, uh, just to share a couple of announcements prior to moving forward, Uh, my book From Breakdown to Breakthrough is uh, coming out on Amazon. Uh, I don't know if it's out yet, uh, but it was supposed to be out uh, sometime this week or next week. So go ahead and uh, check it out, From Breakdown to Breakthrough. And it is uh my journey to soul health. And we're gonna talk about that at some point, but I wanna pick up where I left off yesterday. Um and I'll I'll share some more announcements at the end of this. So we were talking about salvation yesterday and, and what salvation looks like, what it is and uh and and how it works. Um, and what it means to be saved. And, and actually, it's the process of being saved. It has nothing to do with, with what it means to, to walk in salvation, but it has a lot to do with what you need to do. What must I do to be saved? And, um, and I want to pick it up uh, today. I had a lot of questions uh, yesterday, basically asking the question, well, where does sin come in in regards to this uh, salvation message? And, and, and leading people to to Jesus. Well, first of all, understand dealing with sin is not your job. Dealing with sin is God's job and the person going through it. You don't know from moment to moment what the um, what the person is going through. Um you know, for example, maybe maybe smoking is the least of their problems and uh and, and in reality uh their biggest problem may be um would be would would be fear um you know the the cause of it so i want you to to understand that it is not your job to judge we are to judge angels and jesus said this he says judge not others don't judge anybody because the the measuring stick that you use to judge somebody god's going to use on you and so um understand that you you are measured by the same measurements and um and also that person is not, um is not your bride. It's Jesus' bride. Once they give their heart to Jesus, they belong to Him, and um and it doesn't matter at what point. I mean, I look at the the parable of the um uh, Jesus is talking, and 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 the landowner goes out in the early morning, gets some workers, and and has an agreement. I'm going to pay you a, a, a day's wages. And then about three, late, three hours later, he does it again, and he, he says, "I'll pay you a full day's wages if you come out now." And, and the next at six hours and, and, and all this. And then he goes to the last hour, and he has people come in. And as these people come in, he's, he pays them all exactly the same. He pays the, the ones that were there for one hour, he pays them a one day's rate, uh, one day's wage and then finally he goes all the way down to uh, the 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 groups uh that had worked for him and um and then he pays them all a one day's wage and so the people who were there for the longest time they were like well we should be getting more and then so they get all upset they get worked up and he says well are you mad at me for being generous you know it's my money i can do with it what i want and it was <clears throat> my grace and my And my generosity that gave to the older ones, or the the ones that came in for one hour, the same wage as you. We had an agreement. And we have to understand that that's how sometimes it works. People are going to get saved in this last hour before Jesus comes back. And people are going to get saved. and, And we have to be excited about the fact that God is generous to them and inviting them in. And so that's important. But it is not our job to correct their sin. We tell them about it. You know, the Bible says, you know, and and once you're in the group, don't forget, once you're in the group, once you're born again, you know, God can deal with the sin that that, that 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 you walk with. All right? His blood cleanses you from all sin. But you need to confess your sin after the fact to confess your sin. Why is that? And where do I get that from? Well, the Bible says that if you... Um, Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And if you don't believe in the Son, you're condemned already. See, you're already condemned if you don't receive Jesus. If you have never received Jesus in your life, you're already condemned. And and the thing is that God goes after you moment by moment by moment in order for you to, to, to come to him and to and to be with him. That's what he wants. But we're not condemned, and Jesus never condemned anybody. However, everybody who does not believe is condemned already. In John chapter 1, verse 12, he says that uh, to as many as received him, he gave them the right to become the sons of God. Okay, so I want to talk about this for a little bit because it's important to understand that uh, that God hates sin and we need to confess our sin and allow his blood to wash us clean of sin. So now I'm going to read this in Acts chapter 2. Um and it says um wow. Uh he's talking, you know, he's having this great sermon and and they they just have this um uh this encounter with um you know, they, they have this encounter with the Holy Spirit and they begin to speak in tongues. And then uh, all these people, and, and, and Peter preaches and he says, this, this God that you crucified, you know. And then they ask him this question. They says, well, what what brothers, what do we got to do? Brothers, what do we have to do? And uh, and then so first of all, you have to understand that the crowd is is stunned at this point, And they say, They call them brothers. Um, And uh, this was really, really awesome. This is so good. (laughs) Peter says, be saved from this perverse generation. Um, They they say in verse, uh, let's get here, in verse 37. Now, when they heard this, they were pierced to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brothers, what are we to do? And Peter said to them, repent, repent, and each of you will be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins and you will receive the gift of the holy spirit so understand that's the uh, um <clears throat> repentance has everything to do with changing the way that you think about Jesus change the way that you think about sin and aligning that with, with what heaven says. And then you are baptized. In other words, you went in the water, which is a symbol of the death and burial of Jesus. And then you come out of the water in baptism. And that's a symbol of the resurrection. I have been crucified with Christ, Galatians says. Nevertheless, it's no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself up for me, in other words, he paid the debt. He paid the ransom to buy you back, and you now belong to him. And he says, um, <clears throat> "Repent and be baptized, Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins." And that word "for" is not necessarily to forgive you, because being baptized does not forgive you of your sins. It's just this 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 act that you do to show that you've given your life to Jesus. I want to read it out of the out of the new. Um, I want to read it out of the um, uh, Passion Translation, okay? Starting with verse 37. And when they heard this, they were crushed and realized what they had done to Jesus. Deeply moved, they said to Peter and the other apostles, what do we need to do, brothers? I love that word, that they called them brothers. Now, that's the um, Aramaic, and it's a figure of speech. And um, what do it basically means, what do we need to do to be your brothers. And so Peter replied, excuse me, Peter replied, repent and return to God. Okay? That, that that word repent means both to change your mind and the direction of your life and turn everything back to God and aligning it with what heaven thinks. And each of you must be baptized in the name of Jesus, the anointed one, to have your sins removed. OK, and then you may take hold of the gift of the Holy Spirit for God's promise. The Holy Spirit is for you and your families, for those yet to be born and for everyone whom the Lord, our God calls to himself. And, and so um Peter here is, is, is bringing everything into alignment. And then Paul says later in Acts chapter 16, he's in jail and the earthquake happens. You know, they're singing at night. The earthquake happens, and all the doors are open, and none of the prisoners left. And the, and the guy was going to kill himself because he's a Roman, and that's what they were going to do to him if anybody left anyway. And Paul says, don't worry, we're all here. And then uh, he, he he looks at Paul, and he says, well, what must I do to be saved? And he says, believe on, let your life be entwined with God, and you will be saved and your household. He doesn't say anything about confessing sins and all this stuff. God takes care of that. And that's what you have to understand. Now, living as a Christian is a different story. You have to come to God and and acknowledge your sin. All right? You acknowledge your sin, and then you move forward from there being washed in the blood. He is faithful, and he is just to forgive your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Earlier in 1 John, uh, John writes these words. He says, if we walk in the light, in other words, if we're vulnerable, if we are open, as God is open, as God is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. In other words, we are entwined one with another, and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. It's beautiful. And that's really, really... Uh, the, the 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 whole deal here. David created me a clean heart, O oh God. Renew a right spirit within me. Back in the early 1900s, late 1800s, there was a big um, big to do about um, coming to the altar and repenting and all that stuff. And 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 what happens is that we made that a tradition of man that that's how it happens. Now believe me, it does happen. people are are so um heavy with 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 this 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 deal with um uh with with sin and the burden of sin that it's a heavy weight on them. but Jesus said later in matthew eleven twenty eight eight and twenty nine he says, "Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart. Give me your burden." give me your yoke I'll give you my yoke which is easy and fits us and um and then we will find rest for our souls so God's all about exchanging the old for the new um he makes he, he turns beauty into ashes he uh, uh, turns our mourning into praise um, that's what God does salvation is a big deal and we need to come into that salvation we need to we need to first be born again, and then God deals with the sin all right I don't like the fact that sin and uh has has um has been taken out of the pulpit. I don't like that at all, however, I also know that um that sin is not the focus of god it's your destiny it's your uh purposes it's your it, it's your it's God's plan for you. That is the focus of God. Jesus took care of the sin on the cross. All right? That's all we have to say. Jesus already took care of our sin. What else is there to do? Okay. Now, having said that, all right, so we come into this act of being born again. Um, On August 4th, 1973, let me just go back here. This is my testimony. Um, In January... Uh, I was waiting for the New York Knicks to come on TV, and uh, and just before the game was uh, was to come on, uh, the the telecast of the game, um, I, I was watching Billy Graham because it was on the same channel. So Billy Graham was on, and he said in his uh, in his exposition, he said, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Hebrews 9:22, uh, and it um, that has stuck with me. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Because So, we have to understand that th- there has to be a shedding of blood, and Jesus did that, all right? And that also means that my sins are forgiven, past, present, and future. It's amazing. It's awesome, all right? So, here we are, and God does this uh, amazing thing of forgiving our sins. And then, Um, So Billy Graham gave the altar call. And, you know, he has that song at the end, you know, where the choir sings, Just as I am, without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. Uh, The other song, uh, What Can Wash Away My Sins, Nothing But the Blood of Jesus. Um, So we have this, uh, we have this understanding of the blood of Jesus. And then so... I thought and I wrote into Billy Graham and I thought um this is really cool and you know Billy Graham sends um sends a couple of books and he sent me a letter and the the organization did he didn't personally and then I went through the darkest period of my life up to that point for the next few months so from January until August it was just a very dark time and um and I remember one night I was in my room and all my sports trophies were on these, um, they were on the wall. I put them on shelves on the wall and the shelf broke and landed on my drum set. And I didn't know what happened. It was like crash, boom, bam, 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 crash. Nobody woke up in the house except my grandmother who was down the stairs and off into another room and me. That was it. And I was scared stiff. I couldn't talk. All right. And, um. And I became a very good Roman Catholic from January till August. Just, uh, you know, I figured I'll, I'll go there. I'll really try to get into it. I couldn't, but I really tried to get into it and be um, and be there. So um, in August, I was invited to play softball with a church softball league because I had given this, uh, you know, this testimony to a bunch of people and, uh, and and friends and stuff, and they thought I was born again, and and I wasn't. So we go to the game and I'm cursing a storm. I'm I'm cussing and I'm playing third base and, you know, calling the fat guy fat and all this stuff. It was really kind of funny. And, um, and a guy came up to me. Uh, He later became my, my initial disciple or he was the one who mentored me at the beginning. And, um, he said, Tom, you can't be cursing like that. This is a church game. I was like, Whoa, okay, sorry. (laughs) And, uh, and I gave my, and you know, and so after the meeting was over, after the game was over, we all went to the North Caldwell Christian and Missionary Alliance Church, and we had a barbecue, and I ate a lot, and then afterwards there were some testimonies, and um, and then the, the the preacher said, if anybody wants to give their heart to Jesus, you you can do that, and so I gave my heart to Jesus, and literally, I mean, I, I I've heard of it. Um, going forward. But up until that time, I've never heard of it. But the weight of the world was off my shoulders. There were lights. Um, I felt as light as a feather and everything. And it was awesome. And I gave my heart to Jesus. And it was at that point that God started to deal with the sin in my life. You know, this, this, these, these things that I had. Because God is going to have a bride without spot or wrinkle. And that's it. I got saved. And then God ended up dealing with my sin. And that's how it happens. The thief on the cross. He didn't go through two days of of inquiring about God. But the only thing God is looking for is sincerity in your heart. That you desire to be born again. That's all. He's looking at your heart. God doesn't care about the motions. He's looking at your heart. And if your heart is pure and really desires him, you will be saved. And you will be born again. So change the way that you think about your life and align it with what heaven wants about your life and you'll be fine. Okay, that's all that I have today uh with with the teaching, but I wanted to make a full um a full presentation of salvation. Salvation, he says Paul says work out your salvation with fear and trembling. It doesn't mean make your salvation of works. It means just work it out and 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 walk purely before the Lord in the power that he gave you. All right. So, my book is coming out on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, From Breakdown to Breakthrough, My Journey to Soul Health. That'll be out. If it's not out yet, it'll be out very shortly. Um, or you can email me at Ministries at gmail.com. If you want to give into this ministry, uh, we'll, we'll welcome you to do that. And, uh, uh, you know, so uh, and I think I posted in the description of the podcast ways to do that through venmo cash app or uh, paypal and um and you can give into this ministry um the other thing is that uh, i have another book out that i wrote a couple years ago it's called uh, sos a 50-day journey into the heart of god and in that book uh, it's it's a it's a journaling um devotional for 50 days so you just take one day at a time It's, it's geared for and made for a five, uh, a five, ten minute uh, devotional period with God. Because I know moms are busy. Uh, businessmen are busy. And men in general just, just have a short attention span. Um, and it just deals with being the bride of Jesus. Um, another thing is that I have a Bible school starting in May. Uh, online Bible school. If you want information from that, contact me. Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. And I'll tell you how to do that. Uh, Also do uh, uh, coaching coaching sessions to walk in the Christian life, to make you go in encouragement, to build you up, and to give you the courage to take another step. Uh, No matter what your situation is, uh, we we can do that. Um, I want to say I don't do marriage. It's not a counseling session. It's a coaching session. All right. So anyway, if you want that, email me and I'll tell you how to get involved with that. Okay, so uh, that's what we have today. And I just want to thank you for joining me. And I also know that God loves you very much. And he's calling you to come deeper with him. God bless you. Have a good night.